Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Welcome back into Gwen and Chris. Four o'clock is the time. 401 is the time. Keeping you up to date. I was just about to say, thank Don't like you. anybody to be late. Thank you for that. Don't want anyone to be late. Chrisello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. bouncing back and forth at Petco Park, trying to get into all the press conferences. Going to be back with us in a few minutes. We got our NFL Pick'em segment coming up. It's all ahead of tonight's Thursday night football coverage. I want to thank the NFL, by the way, for continuing to schedule crappy Thursday night football games so that I don't have to mess with trying to sign on to my internet and get hooked up to Amazon Prime Video and figure out how it's to watch these that games hard. that I can't figure out how to watch because I don't really want to watch the game anyway. To be honest with you, Washington and Chicago, please. The only reason I'm going to watch the game is because I have a lot of fantasy football going on with uh, yeah, Terry It's the only McLaurin reason anybody would watch David this game. David Montgomery. Yeah, you're right, but that's the only reason anybody would watch this game tonight. But you can listen to it while you're buzzing around town. It is an off night for baseball. Of course, game three of the NL Division Series will be played tomorrow night, and it'll be at Petco Park. And the Padres have never won a playoff game at Petco Park in front of their fans. Uh, the only uh, Petco Park playoff wins for the Padre franchise came in 2020 over the Cardinals in the COVID series. So uh, tomorrow has a chance to be historic, and I know that the crowd, I know that the fans in San Diego are going to be absolutely bonkers. And we look forward to being right in the middle of it tomorrow here at uh, 97.3 The Fan. It all gets started with Ben and Woods broadcasting live at 6 a.m. tomorrow Coach John Cantera from 10 to 2. Both of them are going to be broadcasting live from the Punch Bowl at uh, down in uh, on E Street. It's at 1485 E Street, as a matter of fact. Uh, that's Ben and Woods kicking off our coverage tomorrow at 6 a.m., followed by the Coach John Cantera from 10 to 2. Scratch food, craft beverages, endless gaming options. Punch Bowl Social will have bowling, ping pong, karaoke, and much more. As a matter of fact, I understand uh, during the uh, Ben and Wood show, uh, Mookie Betts is going to go bowl a couple of games. Oh, is that right? Well, you saw the Yeah, he got video a 300. That's incredible. Like the second of his life. That's I incredible. Mean, he's done it many times, apparently. I mean, this is the guy's an okay athlete, I guess. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they got brunch, live music every weekend. And if you're looking for Halloween plans, 
Saturday, October 29th, the uh, Punchbowl Social has the annual Halloween party with a live DJ costume contest, boozy Halloween punch, and more. So uh, anyway, tomorrow, make your plans. Get on down there. Kick off your day right with Ben and Woods at 6 a.m., 1485 E Street. The coach, John Cantera, from 10 to 2, Punchbowl Social. And then Scraby and I will pick up the party at Petco Park tomorrow. We will be broadcasting from the loft, top floor of the Western Metal Supply Company building. If you've never been to the loft before a ball game, you owe it to yourself. Oh, yeah. To get on up there, they got, uh, it's like a, it's, it's just a great atmosphere. And you got the, the balcony out there overlooking the ballpark, and all the fans come in before the game, and everybody has a drink or two and gets ready for the game, and you can play some pool in there and hang out and uh, hang out with us. Yeah. As we'll be doing our show from uh, 2 o'clock to 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. Scraby and I will be there. Tony, of course, will be in the booth, and uh, he and Jesse will be getting ready for the broadcast. And then at 4.30, Sammy Level will have the pregame show. And then after 5.30, it's the first pitch tomorrow night with uh, Jesse Agler. And Tony Gwynn Jr., it's been a long time coming. It's been 16 years since we've been able to go to a playoff game at Petco Park. And uh, as already mentioned, it's been 24 years since we fans in San Diego have been able to celebrate a playoff victory in our home stadium. So uh, let's uh, all be out in force tomorrow night and ready to roll. To that end, Bob Melvin, his uh, between games press conference today at Petco Park. Let's get the latest from the Padres skipper. How good does it feel to be back, and what is your anticipation for tomorrow? Yeah, I'm expecting. You know, look, we pretty consistent all year. I don't know what a, another level will look like, but if there is one, um, I'm sure we're going to see it tomorrow. So, you know, like I said, I can't say enough about the fan base and what they've done this year. Um, I don't know how they can surpass as far as enthusiasm what they've done during the season, but I wouldn't put it past them tomorrow. As far as Blake goes, he's been throwing the ball extremely well. Yeah. Didn't have his command in the last outing. What are you anticipating out of him tomorrow? Yeah, back to what we've seen here for the better part of, what, two and a half months or so. You know, you're always going to have a tough one from time to time, and he's pitched well here at home, too. He's comfortable with the mound, with the, you know, with the environment, so I think we're going to see what we've seen, like I said, better part of the second half. Okay, next question. Okay, down here in the front, Scott, just wait for the microphone. Hey, Bob, what did what do you remember from seeing Robert Suarez for the first time? When was it? Was this spring, or had you seen video on him? And then since then, what have you thought? Yeah, a little video, but it was in spring, you know, watching him throw bullpens and seeing how easy it comes out and how hard it, you know, quickly it gets to the plate. The dive on the change-up. He's worked on breaking balls this year that have made him better. And, you know, and then it all comes together with the confidence. You know, we put him in, had a tough opening day, um, and then kind of backed him off a little bit, pitched him in different roles. He had an injury that he had to come back from that kept him out as well. But this is as good of right-handed reliever, I think, as you see in the National League right now and kind of showed what he's made of uh, uh, yesterday. Okay, we're going to go straight back in the middle. Hi, Bob. Uh, two questions for you. The first is, um, uh, this is what the Padres hired you to do, is to get them to this point and even further. And I'm wondering, of all the skill set that you have, is there a skill set that you've used more with this team than in the past? No. Uh, you know what? I just, you just try to be yourself. So, look, the reason we're here is because the players have played well. And, you know, the coaches have been terrific this year. Our coaching staff 
should get a lot of credit for you know being with these guys every day and working them. Um, you know, maintained a, a certain work ethic throughout the course of the season that these guys have have bought into. So I think it's just as much about them and then the players performing. We've talked about how the toughness of the season may make us better once and if we do get to the postseason. I think it showed showed up here a little bit here uh, since in the postseason games that we played. But look, it's it's the players that do the heavy lifting. And it seems like every pitch is magnified in the postseason so much. How do you balance going into a game with the plan of what you'd like to see happen and then things change so quickly and how quickly you have to make a change if you do? Yeah, you know what, I, I very rarely does it go exactly to, how to script to how you want it to go. So you're always having to, you know, look an inning ahead, look a couple innings ahead. If your starter gets comes out sooner than than you would expect, then what are you going to do to get to – you know how you want to finish the game, <clears throat> but the intensity of it, you know, you're in the postseason keeps you engaged, and you know you're always talking to, you know, in case Ruben and and Rhino and Matt Williams and these guys about, you know, what's lurking, but uh, that's just how baseball is, and um, you know it's intensified even more in the postseason. Okay, I'm gonna go here to the left in the back. With the possibility tomorrow of not necessarily a bullpen game, but seeing a few guys, is that a little simpler for you guys against a team that you've seen as much as you've seen with these guys as opposed to you know an unfamiliar or a less familiar opponent? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's going to be a complete bullpen game, but they use their bullpen a lot regardless. So you're used to seeing a lot of their guys in the in their bullpen. They're very effective in how they do it. You know, even if a starter is 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 really effective, he may only go five or six innings. You know, a couple times around, maybe three at tops, they turn it over to the bullpen. So I, I don't see that tomorrow being, you know, that different than how they deploy things, less something happened early in the game and they had to get their starter early, then maybe you would see a, you know, a Haney or a Bolt guy like that. Okay. AJ, here in the middle. Bob, I know you weren't here when the Padres signed Manny Machado, but that was pretty. That was a pretty seismic shift for this organization and kind of in, in the game, like kind of what direction this team was right. headed. Do you remember your reaction to, to when that happened? Yeah. Yeah, I remember the years and the dollars and went, wow. And, you know, but that's what you, that's what you pay for. And, and, you know, when you look at long-term contracts like that, you're not really sure how they're going to play out. But what he's done here and what he continues to do and what he's done this year, this deep into his contract, I mean, this is one of the better contracts out there. And, you know, at the time you're going, wow, how can anybody st- – you know, really perform to that level, but he certainly has and continues really to get better and work harder and strive to be a better player every year. And and off the field, how much does a guy like him, kind of the way he has the pulse of the clubhouse, how much does he make your job easier? Yeah, he's very much the guy, you know, so to speak, in the clubhouse. We have other guys too, you know, Joe obviously and Craig Stammen and, you know, we have, we have a lot of high-profile guys. Jerks and Profar have some leadership qualities, um, but Manny's the guy. So, you know, it's tough enough being the guy on the field and having to perform. It's also even more difficult to be the guy in the clubhouse. And he does it like he does on the field. There's an easiness to it. He's easy to talk to. Everybody likes him. He's very friendly. Um, so he's, he's the same in the clubhouse as he is, as he is on the field. Okay, I'm going to go over here. Matt? Yeah, uh, back to the pen for a second. Um, uh, with Hader going more than one inning and then the off day today, did you see anything that would uh, make you possibly do that again 
or maybe avoid doing that again? Yeah, I don't think the amount of pitches he threw would suggest that I'm going to stay away from him tomorrow. You always want to see how he feels. Like today he'll throw, tomorrow he'll throw, and then we get together. I get together with with Ruben and Fritzy and talk about, you know, based on his comments, what we look for on a, look for him on a particular day. So I'm not sure, but you know, he came to me for the postseason and said, "I'm I'm ready for a little bit more." Yeah, I meant yeah, specifically using him for more than one inning. It would is it. Did you see anything that would say, you know what, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that? No, not, not in his performance, but obviously we want to see how he is from day to day and how much we think you know, we can throw at him. Okay, we're going to go down here, second row in the middle. You never really know how guys are going to respond when the pressure is on, the spotlight is on, especially after you get punched down. What have you seen from, from this group in terms of just being locked in, still having fun out there, but also playing clean baseball and just kind of doing yeah. what they need to do? Well, we got punched down a lot during the season, so, you know, there were really difficult periods for us, and I think that may have you know, helped us at the end when we finally got to this point that we played so many tough games, hard games, you know, emotionally draining games on both sides of the spectrum. So I think that that's made us better, but it doesn't surprise me the way this group's playing right now. Um, you know, we've done it various times during the course of the season and you expect a little bit more with the intensity in the postseason but that's how I expect these guys to play okay we got anything else we're going to go back to AJ uh, we've got three games in three days of which you need to win two I imagine you may have started kind of looking at what might happen in game five but I also imagine you won't share that with us no um, <laughs> how much is it is it just those like fo- a focus on winning those two games and then whatever's left for game five and how much is there a plan ahead for what might Yeah, happen? honestly, it's about tomorrow. I mean, we know who, we know Joe's going to pitch the next day, but I don't even know what the bullpen would look like because tomorrow's the only game that's really important for us. So I, I really have not given much thought to game five other than where it lines up. But, you know, we're, we're going to give everything we have tomorrow. We know Joe's pitching that next day, and once we get past Joe, I don't know what it looks like yet. There he is, Bo Mel, the guy's uh, leading the club. Uh, this ball club uh, carries itself into game three, ready to roll tomorrow night at shortly after 5.30 with Blake Snell. Tony Gonsolin will pitch for the uh, Dodgers with the series now tied, as you know, at a game apiece. Crisello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. It's all over in Houston. The Astros have taken a two-games-to-none lead over the Seattle Mariners. And once again, it was Jordan Alvarez who came up with the big blow Alvarez, who hit the uh, walk-off three-run homer to, get, uh, to win game one today, came up with uh, his team trailing in the bottom of the sixth inning. A man aboard, Alvarez, hit a two-run homer that turned the game around, and Houston goes on to a 4-2 victory over Seattle today. Framber Valdez started for the Astros, was sharp as he normally is. Luis Castillo took the loss. Kyle Tucker also homered for the Astros so they're up two games to none. Series heads back to Seattle for game three on Saturday. Yankees and Cleveland, their game was rained out today. So game two in that AL division series has been pushed back until tomorrow. We'll take a final break on Gwen and Chris and then come back, get you ready for Thursday night football. Washington, Chicago headed your way tonight. But still, before. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's not that bad of a game, uh, Scraby. It could be. Could you know, be. sometimes these teams are so bad that the game is actually Give good. Give you an entertaining game. Yes. Right. It can happen. So, uh, But we'll have a little more Gwen and Chris before that on 97.3 The Fan after a check of traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, terrific game two of the NLDS last night. Terrific game three day and evening planned for tomorrow here in San Diego. Don't forget it all starts with Ben and Woods, 6 a.m. tomorrow. And the coach, John Cantera, from 10 to 2. They'll both be broadcasting live from Punch Bowl Social, 1485 E Street. Scraby and I take over with the Gwen and Chris program. Beginning at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, we'll be broadcasting live from the loft right there at Petco Park in the Western Metal Supply Company building. We invite you to stop by, have a little pregame drink with us, and uh, get ready for tomorrow night's uh, action, which uh, gets underway after 5.30 here with Jesse and Tony. Uh, Speaking of Tony, Scraby, I can't do the NFL pick segment without some music. i got to just have a little tiny bit of music. I was distracted because the goose from last night has a Twitter account, and I was looking (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying? Are you going to follow it? I did. It's it's called Padres Goose, so go go look at that. Give me a little NFL music. Tony and I's NFL pick segment. Tony, of course, he's been at Petco Park, and... uh, Course, I don't think Tony slept in like two weeks. Not really, and he doesn't care. He he's, doesn't. He's just he so excited to be part of all this, and as we all are. All right, for three points this week, I'm taking the L.A. Rams over the Carolina Panthers. Do you want me to act as Tony? Uh, sure. For three points, who is Tony taking? You're going to – I already messed it up. Yes, you He's going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Uh, for two points, I'll take the Green Bay Packers over the New York Football Jets. The New York Football Jets. Uh, yes. What's he doing for he two points? He is going to be taking the Baltimore Ravens over the New York Giants. All right. And by the way, these are his actual picks. Yes. He's texted uh, it he to He texted them in. And not only did he text them in, but after I made my pick. There was an expletive. There was one expletive, and there was also a bunch of time. Oh, yeah. Because he, he – see, you guys give me a hard time because I'm winning right now. The score is thirty-seven to thirty-one, and I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> he really is. But you give me a you give me a hard time. But Tony takes this, I think, oh, yeah. more seriously than I do. It's it, yeah, he does because he's he the defending there, champ. He won last year, and he thinks and yeah, thinks. he thinks it through. Yeah, there was a good amount of time in, in yes. between. All right, for one point, I'm taking the L.A. Chargers over Denver on Monday night. I can't imagine that terrible Denver team could win a game. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Tony's going to take for his one-point pick the Eagles over the Cowboys. All right, that's the Sunday night game. Yes. And then, of course, each week we take our upset pick. I am going against the Eagles. It's time for them to lose their first game. Oh, Stub really? their proverbial toe. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. And if the Cowboys win straight up, I get six points because that's what they are underdog by. 
All right, Tony is going to oppose you in one of your picks, and he's going to take the New York Jets with the upset, seven and a half points over the Green Bay Packers. All right, so if the Jets win, he gets seven points added to his total. Yeah. Right now, I lead by six. We'll keep you up to date on our Gwen and Chris NFL pick as the season goes along. We have about a half second left for fantasy football talk. Do you know that in our league, Scraby, we have 12 teams, six of them, including Tony, have a record of three and two. The other six teams, including you and I, all have a record of two and three. So the the whole league is within one game of each other heading into week number well, six. That, that, that's great and everything, but my team was supposed to be a lot better than it has been. It's been awful this year. Yeah, we all predicted you would mess it up. I didn't mess anything up. So far, you're messing it up just fine. I did not mess anything up. All right, well, if you have some fantasy football guys, you're probably interested in tonight's Washington-Chicago football game. Thursday Night Football is next, but don't forget the big day tomorrow, and uh, don't forget we'll be out at uh, the loft, Petco Park, Western Metal Supply Company building. Come on out and see us before Game 3 of the NL Divisional Series tomorrow. For Tony Gwynn Jr., for Matt Scraby, I'm Chris Ello. Have a great night, and we'll see you on a very exciting tomorrow right here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.